Hey everyone, welcome back to the No Social Skills Podcast. We're your host, Cassidy. And Destiny, and today we have a very special guest. Our special guest today is my sister, Kyla. Hi, you guys. (laughs) 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 Um, And on today's episode, what are we talking about? I feel like toxic relationships slash self-growth. Period. We had no idea. (laughs) Okay, so I think you should start off with how the first relationship, your toxic relationship, started and developed into (laughs) what it became, and then like. Mm -hmm. I also think that we should touch on um, like how being in a toxic relationship affects your loved ones, and you guys give your perspective. For sure. But anyways, you guys, (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. So excited to have you. Let's start off from where it started. Like the first time you've met this person who okay, like what was going on? Okay, yeah. So I feel like it's important to give you guys context. Do you think I'm talking loud enough? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it was a very interesting situation and relationship. It was an age gap relationship, which generally it's like, whatever do you, but it was a 28 year age gap. Mm -hmm. I was 17 when we met (laughs) (laughs) and he was 46. He was also a manager at the job I worked at. So there was that like power. Yeah. yeah. Imbalance. Yes, correct. So it just kind of started with him. I didn't see it at the time, but I guess looking back now, you can kind of say grooming me. Like he would watch me. He was security for the place I worked at. So he would literally just watch me for my shift, like stand in the back security and watch me and then that turned into like oh you want something to eat let me get you some del taco not del Del taco Taco. can i ask you a question did you think he was like attractive i something about him was maybe not physically at first but it was just something about personality his personality he has a charm he does classic abuser Yeah. He has a charm that's very specific. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It's very, it's not like a charm because we know the man that he is, mm-hmm. but he had. Like he's cool. Like he can he's talk. So, he's yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you yeah. feel, because at like 17, did you feel like it was like, oh, like he's someone's older giving me attention? Like, yeah. I, mm-hmm. oh, for sure. And it was like, Something about that excited me. Like a thrill. It excited me. Like, and you know, at a job, it's always fun to have a little love interest. Like, it (laughs) makes work a little better. Yeah. Yeah. So he would start taking my car to get washed, making, getting me food, blah, 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 blah. And looking back, it's so crazy because I was like, after prom, he was asking me, do I want to hang out? Like what? Like right 46 after? year old, what do you have to do with the high, with school, the high school after prom? Yeah. Like it's after like, the event or like yes. after the like we were texting. after prom. We were te- we had never gone on a date or anything at that point, but we were texting on my prom night and he was like, You can just come over here. And and like at the time I thought nothing of that because I liked him, but looking back, like that's a little sus to me. That is that's very sus. I'm at a high, you're a high school, school prom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
pedophilic yeah. if we're gonna take it there but yeah. okay yeah. and i just i want to stress that there's nothing wrong with age gap relationships nothing, yeah. nothing at all it's just I won't at a certain point it's not legal one and two. I think y'all both gotta be grown. Grown yeah. like yeah. grown grown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Cause if you're not like you're getting a child. Yes. And your brain is not like your frontal lobe's not even developed it's until not. you're twenty-five. So that it's always gonna be them having an advantage over you, mm-hmm. even if it's just mentally. Yeah. But yeah, so it transpired, transpired. Before I went off to school, we had our first date. Where did he take you? Uh, P.F. James. <laughs> <And> <laughs> okay. I was thinking like chili. Yeah. Because <laughs> his budget declined after that. But okay. But yeah, so it transpired like that. I ended up dropping out of Central. And Fire up? A lot of people thought <laughs> it had a lot to do with him. Mm-hmm. Which it, he definitely played a role. Really? I would say so. I thought it was because he had like racist roommates. Oh, that too. Also, going away to school just wasn't for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all of it together, he definitely played a role. Yeah. Um. So then when I got home, we moved in together. So we were dating for maybe like, what's a school year? Like eight months. Yeah. yeah. And then as soon as I got home, I moved in with him. Okay. But can we talk about like before you moved in with him? Yeah. Because there was like right this. Away. I remember Cassidy telling me, she's like, Kyla be lying. And I'm like, what yeah. are you <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like what are you talking about and she was coming with Rachel like tell her be lying and I'd be like what she be lying about she's like no. she going to this man's house and she be lying that she going to her friend's house and I'm like why she gotta lie and I'm like I think that was yeah. before I told you guys but that she was knew, before you moved in yeah that was before that's when I used to come home from school remember I used to come home from school and I used to be like oh so I'm you were going to central? see yeah and okay. I had just not told you guys about it yet. And I kind of no, just didn't. knew. Like, I had a weird feeling. So I was just like, yeah. I'm going to my friends. So when Basically. you were lying, you didn't have like a intuition like, why am I lying? At that point, the charm was still in play. So there was no abuse or toxicity at that point. At that point, I was just more so like, I'm with the man that's older Way than my older. dad. Yeah. yeah. And like. You want to hide that. Yeah. You guys are pretty a progressive family and like, but it's still just like, you don't want to, that's just something weird to come out and be like. And at that time you were underage, correct? I was 18 at that point. So no. Mm. Yeah. But I remember in the summer, you would tell me like, she's lying about being like going to places and stuff. And like, at that point, I think you were turning 19 and she was like, but she's 19, like, why is she lying? Oh, yeah. And so like, and okay. I remember you would like pack your bag, I'll be over here. And then you'll be packing your bag and putting it in your trunk. And then <laughs> <laughs> you would just leave. Like, it was a really good time here where I did not see Kyla. Like, Nobody like, saw Kyla. I think Kyla. that's when things have started happening and y'all knew about it. So I didn't want to be like, this man doing me wrong, but I'm, hey, y'all, I'm about to go back over there. Yeah. It was kind of just, like, embarrassing, like. But was he doing you wrong when he was, because you were still living here, but you was packing your bag. So was he doing you wrong then, because you were still, like, going over there and, like, about to move in with him? I think it was, like, starting. The whole situation, and mom knew about it, he had had his second DUI, so he didn't have a license. So at 19 years old, 
I was driving him to work, taking his kids to the bus stop, doing everything, taking him to go pee. Like, it was just very overwhelming. And I knew going into that situation, I probably felt like I shouldn't be. So I didn't really want to be telling everybody. I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm about to go to my man with no license. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like it's a little bit because I remember when I was in like a relationship that was toxic, like saying it out loud, how you somebody judging you yeah. on the outside, it makes it more real. Judgment. You kind of got to face the fact of like, I'm yeah. being stupid. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like people telling like looking at you some type of way, like that judgment is like hurtful in a way because you yeah. don't want to like realize what you're doing. It makes now. it real. Yeah, it makes it like, wow, like I'm really out here having somebody dog me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought I was better than that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah I get what you're saying. So that was a lot. Do you, yeah. I remember meeting him. I don't know if I met him at church. I think you met him at church. Did we all meet him at no, church? No, I was here when I met him. Really? Yeah, because Cassidy, you was at work, and I was just spending the night over your house. And he had came for lunch with your mom. With <laughs> your mom. Do you remember I that? I remember. So I was sitting on the couch, <laughs> and I heard him, and you were like, oh, this is this person. And I was like, oh, okay. And then my mom, I'm like, I'm not gonna say nothing. Like I'm just like, I'm gonna just be quiet about it. This and that. Like I heard stuff, but I'm just you know see for myself. Yeah. And he was nice for the first. I only met him briefly, so he was nice when I met him. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know in depth how you knew him. So I was like, oh, okay. And then like I think I saw him again at church, and I was like, then I kept seeing him. And then he was invited to Fourth of July. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Fourth of July. That. I don't, I don't remember so meeting awkward. him. I think you met him at church. I have no idea. I can't remember meeting him. But yeah. yeah. Let's point out the fact that like I knew something was up. I was like, oh my God, I pray she breaks up with him. When he had two kids and then we was in the car, right? We was going to the fireworks. And only one of them came, the the girl. The mm-hmm. girl. And I'm like, I know she's not about to be playing stepmom to these kids. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just looking, I was just thinking about it, like, yeah. I believe you were nineteen still. Because you could have been twenty. 19. And yeah. I'm like Yo, like, I know she's not playing stepmom. Like, Kyla is not ready to be a mother. Like, she was you dead playing stepmom. And then I was telling kids, was like, but this is her prime. Like, you know? Yeah. And you was just like, but she doesn't see that. And I'm like, I know she can't She can't be playing no stepmom. You know what I mean? stepmom. Not at that point. I didn't. Yeah, I was like, she's not ready. <laughs> I was like, she is not ready. Like, yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah, it was very, we all just, it was awkward though. It was like awkward. Like I felt awkward every single time. Like he was there and like because yeah. you knew or because he gave off an awkward like a vibe. Like his it was vibes a vibe. were very it like weird, genuine. Even so, like he he was doing you wrong, and that was like uh. But it was more so than when we didn't even know what he was doing. It was just yeah. It wasn't right. like everyone was clicking. You yeah. know, it was yeah. just like I just knew something was like there was an intention that wasn't. Pure. Yeah. Like I just felt like an energy. Like when he would be around my little sister, I'm just like it was just like this weird yeah. energy it that was, was just like he's not mature. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like as his age, I'm like, oh, he about to come in and be like mature. Like, <laughs> like, it was very, very like childish. only engaging with Grace like, at a family dinner. Like, yeah. it was very weird. no boyfriends about to just be talking to Grace, but the nobody wanted to time. also talk to him. Yeah. yeah, and like I think at that point I knew like the things that he said about like black people mind you he's white so this yeah, is why i'm saying and Cassie would tell me like the things he was saying i'm just like he, he just isn't a hundred percent that's yeah. another 
big thing is like he would kind of encourage me to minimize my blackness and kind of just but you're more than that or like you're pretty and light skin like that's not your problem stop acting like this is something you go through and I think you guys can attest to the fact that to a certain degree, I adopted that mentality. Oh. And I started thinking everything was ghetto. Oh. I like completely Every, lost I was myself. the most ghettoist person to <laughs> Kyla. Really? Yes, I every, thought all the songs I listened to, everything I did was ghetto. Really? I yes. used to just be disgusted. <laughs> but Kyla in high school <laughs> was, was a city girl. girl. But, <laughs> like she would hang out with all like the black girls. I was and, like all city girl. <laughs> so I was like, no, I remember we tried to play a song in the car. And I was like, yeah. I don't play that type of music <laughs> in the car. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, just play the song <laughs> in the car. I was just like, oh, okay. I think yeah. that's when, like, I was like, okay, it's Kyla, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention to it. I just knew that it was a bad situation, and then once she got out of it, hopefully things would change. Because yeah. I was, yeah. you come to me, and I'm just like, you can't keep telling her the same stuff. Like, she yeah. has to go through what she has to go through. Yeah, but Cassidy would be true. so mad. I'm like, you have to go, you have to let her go through it to see it. Sometimes you gotta get, like, really broken down yeah. to, like, yeah. see, like, wow. I and that's I, what, I, I was hurt that it, I knew it had to get to that because mm-hmm. yes, nothing I, does, was ever though. changing it was hurting me just looking at you and me and mom we would we would have to just step back, step back. Mm-hmm. and like so, the only way we could get it out was to like talk to desk or talk to each other mm-hmm. and just like it sucks that we see kyla like changing like you were dead a whole myself. different person and yeah. the thing is i was so young that i had never even found myself mm-hmm. and i just I, I never just have had a young adulthood. I went right from high school to stepmom and mom and playing house. And you don't even know yourself. To, so to no. lose the little that you know. But I did also want to talk about trauma bonds because it's just, I think it's very easy to judge somebody in that situation. You doing mm-hmm. wrong. Everybody, you've been done wrong. Everyone around you knows you're being done wrong, but you won't leave. And it's so much deeper than that. You form these crazy trauma bonds. Like we only me and you have been through this and it mm-hmm. bonds you. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to pull yourself out of that because the trauma almost becomes comfortable. And it's so crazy. And if you've never been in that position, you'll never understand. But I know that that has to be hard for family. But it's just a person has to have enough. And it's hard to watch a person get to that point. But you really got to let them just. So what was your breaking point? Because I heard a few stories like. I don't know if you want to share, but like the few stories like you got kicked out and like the police got calling you or like. You were sleeping on the bathroom floor. Like, yeah. I was like, when is... You took on a lot. I was like, when yeah, is her breaking point? When did you... Like, like when I'm was... Like, I done. feel like because I've been through a lot, I can take a lot. And it takes me a long time to reach that point. But the breaking point was when I started lying again. So we went on oh. vacation. Was it a vacation? It was up the street. Okay. <laughs> up the street but i lied to my mom and told her i was going somewhere with the church yeah i told her i was going on vacation with the church what was you in the church group? 
With her friend church. Oh, with my friend church. Oh, okay. So it was whatever, cool, cool, cool. So after the vacation, we got in an argument. We like four hours away from home. He pulls over in a cornfield, tells me to get out and find a way home. So at that point, I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. So I had no choice but to call my mother. And she's like, Kai. (laughs) Like, what is going on? She was like, with the church? <laughs> she I was think, so... Did you know you, Loki? No. no I, we she all thought that she was going to the church. Yeah. Oh. And then when she called my mom, like, my mom like, called me. I need to come. I need a way home. Like, I have no... Mm-hmm. He's just told me to get out in the middle of nowhere and find a way home. And then that, like, that I'm grown. At this point, I'm like 20, 21. Yeah. I'm lying to my mom about to the point where like it's inconveniencing her because my mom is the only one that would hop in the car and come and get me. And it Mm -hmm. it just was like, it's gone too far. Like clearly I'm embarrassed. Clearly it's not anything like (laughs) remember I told you we were engaged. No one would be happy. Yeah. Like, no, it was a, it was just bad. It was just so Mm -hmm. bad. I could have came and got you. You could have. You were kind of close. close. <laughs> we were real close. We were but close. I remember Cassidy coming to me in the kitchen at our oh, job yeah. being like, you won't believe what this My is. My mom was she... like, girl, why did Kyla... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she said, girl. Why is Kyla with ah, ah, ah? And tell her to get out the car. And I'm like, what? Like, isn't she with the church? And mom's like, no, she's with him. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, my mom's so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm like walking back and forth. Oh I'm like, oh my gosh. gosh. But I'm like, why is she doing that? Is she getting home? Da, da, da. Then I go in the kitchen and test I'm like, and I'm just why like, is da, 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 doing this? Was... I she had enough. I thought she was with the church. <laughs> like, go off. I'm like, I'm just in the kitchen, like, oh, okay. But yeah, that was, I was, I was like, why would you take her to uh, Lansing? Huh? Lansing. That's what it was in. Lansing. Oh, yeah. Like, as a vacation. <laughs> yeah. This was just, That's I was just like, when was it going to be enough? I was yeah. like, she just going to have to learn. So you said your breaking point was like, having to lie to mom. And then after that, he started texting mom. Like, he sent her like oh, 50, 60 yeah. messages. Like, sending her like a picture, a video of me like drunk or something. And like, this is the Christian daughter you thought you were right. And it's just like, you're, you and my mom, like two years apart, you're texting my mom trying to expose me. Like my yeah. mom knows who I, it was just like, who, like, like what a class type of, act manipulator. And it's just manipulator. like when an abuser gets exposed, they try, you know, that's hard for them. Like, cause yeah. he put on this act mm-hmm. and when it start coming out, you about to have me get out in the middle of the cornfield. Yeah. It, it was just, it was just too like mom had to block him. It's just like why is mom in my relationship mm-hmm. like that? Like yeah. it's just embarrassing that at that point. She was like always just coming <laughs> to save you. It was never like, always, a always. You know what always I mean? So, coming like, to save you. It was really tiring like on everybody because I was just like tiring. I, I was praying for. Her. I was like, oh mm-hmm. Jesus, let her. You know, let her go through this and not come back. Cause it could it could have got worse. Mm-hmm. Like I think could've. if it went further, I think hands would have been thrown. Mm-hmm. On both sides, like I think yeah. we would have started throwing hands. <laughs> Kyle would have started throwing hands. Yeah. Your mama, she would mm-hmm. throw hands. She would have started throwing hands. This was just like, what is going on? Like, why is he? I don't know. I think yeah. he just had like a mental yeah. issue because yeah. I was like, he's mimicking traits of similarity of someone that I know. I'm like, this is like mm-hmm. crazy. Like, mm-hmm. and I just, I think for me, it was so crazy because I was like, 
I've known you as this person who's just like, I don't know, just like so smart and mm-hmm. so very mature. And so I'm like, why does he have this stronghold oh, on my sister yeah. like that? Why do you think it was like such a stronghold? One, I think it was because I was so young. Like that was my only, that's all I knew. And he would manipulate me when things got really bad. And I would be like, this doesn't feel normal. And he'd be like, this is the ups and downs of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like I would just kind of be like, this, I, this like is just, normalizing. Yeah, I think you like, I guess for granted. this is just yeah. a relationship. I don't know, but I am grateful that you guys didn't leave because there were family members in my life that just left. left. And I think somebody in an abusive situation, I don't know who this will resonate with, but just like try to stick by that person, Mm -hmm. even if it's from a distance. Who tries (laughs) Family. Oh, okay. Did you lose friends? Oh, I didn't see, I didn't hang out with my friends for like a year, all while I was living with him. I didn't, it was so controlling. It was like, but you don't see it like that when you're in it. It's so crazy. so scary, too, because people's intentions are like, they start off so nice and Mm -hmm. opening, and then as soon as they get you, they just like destroy They they leave like this path on you of like trauma, and like you have to sort it out, and they just leave. So it's just like, it's completely unfair. Yeah. So unfair. So So, scary. We'll take a quick break. (laughs) (laughs) Running out of time, and then we'll come back and discuss, I think, the (coughs) aftermath, and like, yeah, the growth, and the lessons, like learning. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, you doing a pretty? Yeah, we're live. <laughs> now that we've talked about the bad and the, uh, the heart reaching, <laughs> sorry, no, we got to the real, real. Mm-hmm. Now we're about to get to the growth, 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 growth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On a ho ho, sorry. Far. Okay, so after your breaking point, mm-hmm. you had enough. Mm-hmm. What did you do? How did you go on? <laughs> okay. How did you rebuild? Okay. <laughs> so, Good I strongly believe that growth is not linear. So I don't think it's it's not a linear process. Sometimes I feel like I take steps back. Sometimes I feel like I stay stagnant. Sometimes I'm progressing forward, but I'm always trying. And it's a very interesting time of my life because I've never been single in my adult life. Like, I went right into my adult life mm. playing house. This happened, though. His situation happened, what, a year ago? Two mm. years ago? Two years, maybe. Mm-mm. It was last year. No, <laughs> it wasn't. It was two years we ago. We were first. home from college, weren't we, when we heard her arguing with him downstairs? Hmm? No, we're in 2021 now. Oh, this happened 2018. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, 2018. Was that 2018? It was at camp 2018. But then when we were upstairs, and she was down here, wasn't that 20? Technically 2020. 2020. No. no. Okay, so it's 2019. So when, when did that happen? No, we might have still been in school. Or it might have been like summer or something. We might have been at home. Yeah. Continue. Only you know. I really. <laughs> So this happened like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of time mm-hmm. to heal. Yeah. I was just like the pot that 
interesting. Yeah, it's been a while, and I I feel <laughs> the best I've ever felt. It also helped me to establish a relationship with God on my own. Amen. Also, let's normalize therapy. Like therapy mm-hmm. helps me to identify my trauma and triggers so much. And I also, I just feel like as an adult, you need to know your trauma and be actively working on it. And that situation helped me to identify those things. And yeah, I'm just like trying to be happy alone and enjoy singleness and focus on me. And there are parts of me, I feel like when you go through trauma, I don't want to be dramatic saying PTSD, but there are no. there are times where no, just something random will put me back into uh, a crazy place and just mm-hmm. like, wow, like this man had me sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like that's not something normal that a 20 year old should, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's just not normal in, for, in general. In general, yeah. but yeah, definitely PTSD, like I have, um generalized anxiety disorder but like the strongest form of it mm-hmm. and things will just like trigger me like I know yeah. my personal triggers like I know when I'm getting overwhelmed and stuff like that but right. yeah like some I'll see something like a movie or like I'll hear something or I'll dream about something trigger you. and it'll just like trigger you and you just be like oh my mm-hmm. god like you literally like stop and like think about the past and like really yes. overwhelms you so it's definitely it does. PTSD, I think people always think of it as like this extreme so, yeah. form of life. Mm. You just or it's being, like you've been in war. Been yeah, in and it's like yeah, yeah. you can get it from being in trauma for so long. Yeah. Emotional abuse is like it's very it's just as severe as physical. And I think yeah. a lot of people always think like physical abuse because it shows so prominently mm-hmm, on people. Mm-hmm. But like emotional abuse is that shows too. It, it shows you just in a different it. way. It it's show, internally. Yeah. It may yeah, show like battle a, internally in future relationships. Um oh, for sure. You know, or like I personally like one of my truths is like I hate being touched for too long. Like if people like touch me for too long, or like mm-hmm. if I don't know you and you just be like touching me, I do not like that. Like do not touch me. Mm-hmm. So it's like people might not understand that and where it comes from. But yeah. like you have to create boundaries. boundaries, and that's why I think boundaries are so important. And I push it so far with people because like if you don't know someone's boundary, especially in a relationship, mm-hmm. and you just come at them and they may react and you take it personally, it's not personal. All yeah. the time, it can be, but it's not personal all the time. It's just from their past. Yeah. And I always say, like, boundaries before you get in a relationship with someone, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. And if people don't want to talk about it, they'd be acting like, especially our generation, like, no, it's so it's soft to talk about it, or yeah. you know. And it's like, like but I have to have mature. a discussion yeah. about it. So when <clears throat> I come at you or we have an argument, this is the way that I argue because of like mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. Nobody, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I agree. Like boundaries and stuff like that are like super important to have. Like people in your life and personally, intimately, like mm-hmm. you need to discuss those things because. People be going through stuff and they never deal with it, and then they try to get in a relationship, and then yes. it just be like a mess from the mm-hmm. beginning because it just we never comes out they just in that relationship. Other people, yeah. and then you just go around as like this source of like trauma. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there are people who walk around as a source of other people's trauma, yeah. and I really do believe like if you have issues or we things all that you have, do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like talk about it, deal with it, go to therapy, go to pray therapy, about it, mm-hmm. be alone for a minute. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being alone and really being like, right now I'm not the person to be with. Like I'll yeah. be the problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like you're wasted or what is it? Damaged. Damaged. Or like that. Like, <laughs> but it's really like, for me, like I know, like I will 
cause a lot of things because I'm like dealing with a lot stuff. of things. Yeah, yeah. it's just like I have triggers that I'm just like, not, like I really need to focus on those specific mm-hmm. things. So right now, like me trying yeah. to be your girlfriend and you know, and then you try to argue me and I slap you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be a good situation. Like yeah. I'm working on myself and I'm healing. So until that, I'm just, I'm you know, I'm just. I think yeah, it's best. I, yeah, it's best. Yes. It's like just best. because you are alone doesn't mean that you're lonely. Oh, you know what I'm sure. saying? And I honestly feel like if you don't do the work, you will never Nothing find will your ever. one. Mm-hmm. We're speaking relationship wise because everybody. You just actually you have to do the work so you can find your one because if you're just getting into relationships and situations where you're not damaged goods but you're damaged because we're all damaged it's it's not gonna go anywhere healthily because you're just like it's damaged goods either you're gonna be toxic in their life or you guys are gonna be equally yoked and that yoke is not good yoke yeah Yeah. and i think people who are like traumatized attract each other Mm-hmm. Like people who have not dealt with their issues, they attract each other because they For think that's sure. the norm of that relationship. It's like comfortable. You've always been in a toxic relationship. You always want to attract that because mm-hmm. that's your norm. But I also do feel like the pressures of everybody like now being in relationships, like it's such a, I don't know, idolized thing. Mm-hmm. Like yes. being in a relationship, like I want to take pictures like this. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's such yeah. like this pressure to My be. My mom's friend was mm-hmm. over and she was like, you're not married yet? I'm like, what? Like, do you see a ring? Like, what? Yeah, she was in the older gen. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't make it okay, but she was a That older, gen. older generation stuff bothers yeah. me. Like, evolve, yeah, grow. Why are you still? Rude. Yeah. I'm 22. Well, why, like, why, why what is it like? your mom? Like, if she's a happy person, then why does she need to? No, she asked mom? me that. Oh, you? Yeah, she was here visiting. And she was like, you not married to her? I do. Okay. <laughs> well, you're only 22, yeah, but there's a lot of like societal pressure. pressure to be in this relationship, and then the relationships that are shown to us are just Fake. the purest form. <laughs> like, yeah, they're always happy. They have like financials mm-hmm. together, and it's like really in real life, Fake. it's so much to figure out when you get with a person. Like, yeah. what is your love like? Like something small as that. Like, yeah. how do you like to be treated? And it's all like yeah. it's so much more that goes into that than like. Posting on First Instagram. First of all, social media is fake. It's nothing but fakeness. Yeah. You can't find we one need real to thing stop on comparing media. ourselves to social media because that is so media. fake. Yeah. Also, fake. I want to give my kids a home where we're happy. Like me and Cass talk about this all the time. We've never seen a successful marriage growing up. We've never mm-hmm. grown around up around that. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have to kind of figure it out for yourself what it's mm-hmm. supposed to look like. Like I want to be an example of that for my kids, for Cassidy kids, for your kids. Like I want them to grow up around like, good, healthy, loving what a relationship. Man, you know, yeah. and, and a heterosexual. Like this is what a man and a woman's relationship should be Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying these are this how man should treat her this is what she should take this is what he should take and i had that example for maybe about six seven years before my parents got really bad and i will say one of the lessons that i learned because my parents got divorced and i was like i don't even know i would say (laughs) like my last year of high school but i saw how it like deprecated because they never discussed the issues when it happened Mm -hmm. versus being like like my 
father is not a therapy person. Mm-hmm. But my mom was like, we need to go to therapy. And if one person just does not want to try, mm-hmm. it'll never yeah, work. It'll and never that's work. what I took. I was like, she thought, okay, well, we could just keep talking it out. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe, like you said, in therapy, I just feel like you have to, in a marriage, because I've seen one, you have to continue to go to therapy. And a mm-hmm. lot of people are like, but I thought y'all was happy. You can be a happy couple and still go to therapy because issues oh, would just sure. arise and then you don't discuss it and you push it back and mm-hmm. then yeah. it becomes a bigger argument later and you keep bringing it up. And also mm-hmm. individual therapy in the marriage is important too because like y'all have separate issues. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've seen my parents really be in love and it was great, but when it was bad, mm-hmm. it took it took over, like brushed over all the happiness because mm-hmm. it was just always a situation where it was just always reoccurring. I feel like everybody should be in therapy. Like I'm putting too. my kids in therapy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want them to identify childhood trauma as it's happening and be working on it. Yeah, because yeah. everybody, unfortunately, can't protect their children from everything. Yeah, and my mom, she just put. I was in therapy in high school, but she just put um, my younger siblings in it mm-hmm. because she was like, yeah, after the divorce, like right. it was a lot of transitions that we did not discuss. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, finally, because <laughs> deal is the younger you do deal with it, deal the better the it better. is. Yeah. Because as an adult, it's hard to so go back hard. and be like, well, this moment that I don't really know. Mm-hmm. So as a child, when I was in therapy, um, it was helpful. I didn't like it at first. It was really awkward to sit in front of a person and be like, Damn. You think so? Why? I love therapy because I hate telling my loved ones. I don't like burdening them with my stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I can just tell someone who has no emotional connection, connection. to me mm-hmm. instead of having to go tell my mom, hey, mom, you know what I'm yeah, saying? That, that's yeah. true. I like speaking to like my friends mm-hmm. but i also think when it comes to like super super intense things it's like i go to a therapist for it because they can identify that specific like what it actually is like before mm-hmm. i was diagnosed i did not know what i was going through mm-hmm. i was like why am i i just thought it was like i really thought i had like a thyroid issue because i would throw up all the time mm-hmm. like i said like ask school, mm-hmm. i would just be throwing up and i'm like oh i'm just it has to be like my whatever and then she was like no you have an extreme form of anxiety and your it just shows up as you're throwing up like that's your panic attack so before then i was just like oh like it's just something that's just i'm just going through but i was going through it alone. i was like suffering internally alone yeah and my parents didn't really know i was losing a lot of weight and i was just like oh she's just losing weight like no one oh, knew yeah, what it was but then when i was the doctor she was like Oh no, you just have an extreme form. Like mm-hmm. obviously I'm better now and I have a lower case of it, but like when it is bad, yeah, and I got to that point, she was like, I'm surprised you didn't come early. It got really, really bad. So when it comes to like really extreme situations, I prefer like therapy. Yeah. But if it's like something minor that just like happened to me, I'm just like, oh, like I went through this, like sometimes discussing with a friend. With helps. a friend. But like when it comes to like things that I've been through, like in my past relationships, whatever, I'll be like, okay, like this happened, like, and I don't know why my decision. Like, Do no. you guys feel like therapy is looked down upon in the church? Yes. Yeah. Is it because they feel like you go into man instead of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like why can't you go to both? I just feel like the church, in the sense that you're talking about it, is really outdated. And I also think churches are really political in the sense mm. of like, this is what we've been told while we steer the other way. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what the church has been told for so long. And mm-hmm. now we have this progressive new generation and they see us, okay, well, why would they steer the other way? We've been told this for so long and it works. Mm-hmm. Oh, it worked. worked for us for so long yeah why would they go do something else and they think they're fine like i see a lot of particularly black churches i don't know how white churches operate in that way but like 
they'll be like, oh, but we we just talk to our parents or we talk to like a friend in the church. Like, why would y'all go talk to somebody? I feel or like, like black talk people sweep things under the rug. There's so much like stuff that's swept under the rug and not talked about, I mm-hmm. feel. Right, but I think it's also because it is... It's churches like you're not trusting God or something. But churches typically are more conservative. Would you agree? Like they're more like we only talk about this, but not this. Because if we were to talk about Which this, it may sucks. steer up other people's emotions and we'll get backlash. And then it goes into like tides and people leaving the church. And it, it sucks that it is that way. But I think churches are really not all, but some are in it for are, the money. Are in it for like. If we lose people in the church, that's our that's money. The money, and it's like it's, it's a very like a political disservice, though, because like our generation is hurting, and it we is. we have like anxiety, depression, and like everybody just saying pray about it. And I I agree, pray about it, mm. pray about it. But I feel like God gives us common cool. grace here on earth. Like you, if you ha- when I have period cramps, I don't just pray about it. I go mm-hmm. get the Tylenol. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I don't. I'm. It's not like you're turning to man. It's just like this person like went to school for this. Yeah. yeah, it's like both. Yeah, but you see it in past generations though. Like when they say like pray about it, you see typically um, black men they don't go to therapy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's because they were told to just deal with it, right? Yeah. Like deal with it, it'll surpass, you know, talk to your brother about, you know, like just mm-hmm. deal with it. Versus <laughs> like, you know, versus like going to therapy and like have their parents actually have them sit down and talk to someone, express emotions. And now you mm-hmm. see that developing men and then it develops into like their sons. It's just and then a it cycle. Us, like you know, we have to break men. the cycle. We do. I also feel like one side of it was we didn't know that it was like available or like oh, in our yes. reach in the black mm-hmm. community. Like yeah. if you told me like therapy, I would be like, oh, that is so expensive. Like mm-hmm. I can't afford that type thing. Like no one ever mm-hmm. was like, this is affordable. Like it's in mm-hmm. reach for you guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, There's was- also um spiritual therapists. Can you guys put stuff in the show notes? Mm-hmm. Okay, we should definitely put this like it's a uh, um it's like virtual, but it's like spiritual based, you know. So Therapy. you still feel like you're getting a foundation of mm-hmm. God, but it's like a licensed therapist. I think mm-hmm. that's a good yeah. resource. Yeah, yeah. If you are sure. like wanted to put religion in it, yeah, I think that is a yeah. great resource. Um, but yeah, that's why I feel like a lot of kids are our age don't go to church. Cause like they just so and it's there's nothing wrong with me. I'm really progressive, and a lot of kids feel like if they were to go, they'll immediately get judged at the door because they have these beliefs. And there's nothing wrong. I feel like there's nothing wrong with questioning things like mm-hmm. and going more and knowing more knowledge because I think it will mm-hmm. walk around you. Um, but I feel like they'll be like, oh, I don't go to church because I've done this, this, and this. And I would tell people like it's really unfortunate that people feel that way about Christians or about religion or any religion in general. Because as soon as they walk through the door because of their past, they feel like they're going to get judged for it or it's going to be speaked about or talked down on. And to be fair, I understand where they're coming from because it has been talked down before. So many people have been scarred by the church. Mm -hmm. It's just sad. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've been scarred by the church during this election. The fact that these Trump people be like, we're Christians, like, mm, what? it hurts me because people looking out from the outside in who may wanted to get more in depth with their faith, like now yeah. they look at it like they don't even like me. Yes, like or they judgmental. Hate me. Or it's like I'm 
like I couldn't even be in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like God doesn't love but me I, or something. Because yeah. that's the image they put. What's funny? No, not that. But I told you last episode, like when people say people going to hell, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to see you there. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I always say. If they say that, you just say you're going to see them there. Because yeah. it's like, for you to tell somebody that they're going to hell, what type of Christian are you? Yeah. Who are you? Like, yeah. to declare that over somebody's life. Like, that's the, in the Christian world, that's the deepest disrespect. <laughs> it's the deepest. So it's like, if I am, you are too, because yeah. you just disrespected me enough to say <laughs> 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 That's how I be feeling. So when that happens, I'll just be like, I really appreciate and I'd be feeling like I have to apologize. Like, look, I'm not that type of Christian. I really mm-hmm. don't project my judgment on people because it's just like we all go through stuff and life just shifts us and breaks us in different ways. So I really can't judge you for what you have done. And half the stuff they be doing, I just feel like that's really, that's nothing. Like, there have been people who be asking, mm-hmm. you know, for forgiving, maybe yeah. maybe murderers. Like, I'm yeah. not trying to compare, yeah. but it's just be like. There's like certain emphasis placed on certain sins yeah, and other like, sins are okay and it's like where yeah. does the bible say that yeah because it like, doesn't and there's such like historical things that go into the bible that just be like yeah but also like we used to get beaten like women used to get stoned and shit like when <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying like you can't when people take it so far i'm like but you also know that women used to get shunned and beaten for not you know what i'm saying for not mm-hmm. doing certain things and that's also was in the like where do y'all be taking these scriptures from because i'd be like yeah, but also this, and then they be leaving stuff out, and I'm like, yeah. but also this, and then mm-hmm. that's why I don't argue. I just like, okay, yeah, that's just your belief system. That's just your narrative. Yeah, so I just like, you just want a narrative. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to use it as a the, weapon yeah. instead of like as an encompassing come all Jesus yeah. loves whosoever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like Trump and his supporters are. Because remember, like Trump to that church and held that Bible, and they was just like, why would he just hold the Bible? He didn't flip it open, didn't pray. I was appalled. Yeah, he literally just appalled. went in front of the church and held the Bible, and the it pastor was the like, picture. never Yeah, the pastor did say that. <laughs> like, why was he there? A lot of, was um, like, more progressive Christians be like, well, he's not Christian. He's like, definitely not I don't not understand, Christian. and I'm and not one like, to oh. be like, you know, talk about anybody else's relationship with God, but that man's not a Christian. But people He's say that, not. like, when did he ever become, like, before he was president, was he going to church? That's no. what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of, like, presidents or political people Use that play as up a the Christian yeah. thing yeah. as voters. Especially conservatives. Because, you know, that's, like, their, that's the niche. But Trump grew up rich. So when mm-hmm. was he ever really in the church, at church every he Sunday, <laughs> in Bible study? Remember he like, went to that black church? I think it was in Detroit too. He like no. went to a black church. He I like, could believe a lot of you would be surprised. A lot of black uh, people in the church love Trump. Mm-hmm. I know so many. I know so many close friends. Like, yeah, my grandparents voted for him because they like super Christian. I'm just like, that's mm. crazy. Like, a, that's a lot of them support. Like, even that uh, my grandma's church, they like support Trump. Like she be calling her friends. Not the, the mouth. I'm saying the mouth. Not the mouth. She be calling her friends. Like, you know, Annie voted for him. Like. Not the most. You would be surprised because they think he's just so. You'll be surprised, like a lot of people. My hairstylist, her parents voted for Trump. Very conservative household, very religious. Just because, just based off the premise of religion, they just voted for him. And I'm like, okay, Uh, but he's not 
He's not. You know, because if he really was, he would have spoken up on a lot of issues that concerned his fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And that's what I'm about to say <laughs> yeah, about that. Like, like yeah. I just don't understand it. But then again, I'm not here to be like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, Very formal. Well, we got, got off so topic. Much. I mean, wait, how, you got about five minutes left. Oh, five let's minutes. do the black businesses. Okay, did we finish? I feel like we did. Like, I just talked about growing, loving yourself, finding yourself so that you can never lose yourself again, and going through life with discernment. There's certain people in intention. I'm not just going into things anymore, like, this is for fun, or this is like, no, I'm at the beginning i'm letting you know what my intentions are for a relationship what i expect what i want mm-hmm. very clear yeah. from the beginning okay and if they can't reach up then peace bye bye there's nothing wrong with just being like bye it's really it's not like nothing will come like yeah. that's what i'm saying y'all be pressed over one person yeah everybody moves on and, you everybody know what i'm saying there's so and it may be hard and it's easier said than done but like you have to understand there are like how many people like seven eight billion people in the world mm-hmm. even if you don't find like a like a person like I'm okay honestly mm-hmm. with you know maybe finding a love of my life and then like moving on because at least I had it one good time mm-hmm. but then like you could do stuff on your own I'm I'm not yeah. pressed about like I could go buy a yeah. house I could have a child if mm-hmm. I really really wanted so I could make it work you know I what I'm always saying? think about that like it's not I'm not sitting here pressed to be completed married by mm-hmm. a man and yeah. that's when you feel whole like if I really wanted to do the things that I want to do You're I could do yeah you know like yeah. I could do yeah. them so all right after this break uh we'll, <laughs> we're gonna go into closing and <laughs> Discuss some black business. Yeah. Black culture. Yeah. Maybe some black stories. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Are you going to All right, y'all. So we're back from the break. And now we're going to shout out our businesses. I will first. My business is called... Kyla just put me on. It's called the Detroit Flower Co. It's black-owned business, of course. Is basically what just like flowers bouquets you can get it for special occasions mm-hmm. super cute go to her instagram she has really cute like rose letter she went to her really mm-hmm. she has really cute rose letter um like flower bouquets basically valentine's so y'all check day. her out cute yeah. gift for valentine's day honestly for her birthday mother's day Back. anything yeah it just has some flowers yes Mine is Oma, O-M-A, the label, and it's, like, this sustainable jewelry company, and they have, like, really cute, chunky, gold, trendy pieces, and it's all Black-owned. It's all, like, real gold, and it's a vibe. What's their Instagram? Oma, O-M-A, the label. Love that. And they're NYC-based. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) My black-owned business is called Zura Jewels, Z-E-R-A, Jewels, on Instagram. She just sells, like, chains and, like, jewelry that's, like, on the cheap side. You know, (laughs) you want, like, an icy chain, you ain't got to pay, like, Mm -hmm. $100,000. It doesn't, like, degrade. It doesn't give you a rash. Like, it's real uh, gold-plated and Mm -hmm. uh, jewelry. And it's really cute and trendy, you know. So, yeah, get you up a tick. <laughs> 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 you know? 
right. Jeremy, All right, you guys. Some closing. Um, no. We would like to thank Kyla for coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. first yeah. special so guest. Much. Kyla J. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can shout out your socials. You guys, follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Kyla, K H Y L A underscore J. You can shout out your Instagram. Oh, also um, follow my skincare business at shop amethyst like the stone organics.com. Yeah. Period. We so will. thank you guys for watching. Oh, we're on Apple. Did we say that? No. Oh, you guys are we are on, on Apple. Yay. platform. Y'all, it took literally almost three months. I'll, yeah. No. Yeah. Almost the first, since the first episode, didn't you apply? Yeah, apply, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, it's in review," and they kept saying it to me, and then they finally uh, contacted me this morning saying that it's on Apple. So it's on Apple, so you can go subscribe to it if you are on like an iPhone. I'm so proud of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited about it. Leave a review that helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. Rate it and leave I just a loved one. So mm-hmm. that helps out a lot. But yeah, go subscribe. We're really excited about it. We're available on all platforms: so all Spotify, platforms. Google. And Apple, and then like other ones too. Yeah. So yeah. Also, watch out for us, guys. We are guys, competition. Make sure you let them know to have me back, maybe again. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and rocking with us. This is our what seventh? Yeah, this is our seventh. I believe seven episodes. Yeah, seven. Which is crazy. Out thought we're really <laughs> kicking them out and being consistent and being which consistent, is which like is great, for us. great, great for us. New yeah. Year. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, we will see y'all next Friday. Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. All right. See, see you guys. Mia, love you guys. <laughs>